0: And we'll start off with today's daily COVID numbers. There were 11,276 new COVID-19 cases and 112 more fatalities recorded during the previous 24 hours the Public Health Ministry announced on Thursday morning. There were 11,142 cases in the general population and 134 among prison inmates. The number of new cases rose from 10,064 announced on Wednesday when the country recorded just 82 more deaths. On Wednesday, 10,407 COVID-19 patients were discharged from hospital after recovering from the coronavirus and there was also 3,209 probable ATK tests. It's also worth bearing in mind that currently the numbers may be going down in Bangkok but they are definitely going up around the country including areas such as Chiang Mai, the deep south and kind of bordering provinces around there and also Si Tamara. So although it does look like it's getting better in Bangkok certain other parts of the country are starting to uh, feel it now. And we'll start off with our first story of the day, digital firm to aid TAT. The Tourism Authority of Thailand aims to establish a private digital company in the next six months to support its digital transformation and help in generating 2.4 trillion baht from high-spending travellers by 2023. TAT Governor Yutasak Supasorn said the authority would be limited to a 40% share of the new company so it would not be considered a state enterprise which can cause plenty of obstacles. Being a private firm also means it can recruit more professional manpower by offering attractive salaries aiming to drive Thai tourism towards digitalization, he said. Another 40% share of ownership will be held by strategic partners in digital fields, while key tourism associations will be able to hold a 20% share, said Mr. Yutosak. He said digital assets exchange firms like Bitcub and Zipmex have showed interest in partnering in this kind of company. This model would have a similar structure to the Thailand Long Stay Company, which was established in 2001 to offer privileges to long stay guests. The Tat has a 30% share in this firm. Mr. Yutasak said the initial registered capital might be 100 million baht. Capital expenditure would rely on its annual objectives, but the company should reach the break-even point by 2024, the same year when tourism is expected to rebound, he said. The key missions for the venture are to develop digital infrastructure for tourism, create big data for the industry, and launch utility tokens under TATCOIN or non-fungible tokens, NFTs, that cannot be used for trading. Mr. Utasak said the Securities and Exchange Commission already approved the idea of the TATCOIN, which is similar to an e-voucher, but conducted via blockchain. In addition to TATCOIN, the authority wants to introduce a tourism metaverse, or a virtual world under TATWorld, the amazing world to stimulate a digital tourism, strategy. If the scheme receives cabinet approval, the digital company could be established within six months, he said. The TAT wants to focus on both responsible digital tourism for potential travelers. Targets include wealthy global citizens, high-skilled professionals, and millennials. If you're ever looking for a foolish and absolutely useless and worthless idea but one that will definitely spend lots and lots of money, you can look to the Tourism Authority of Thailand to come up with it because they are professionals at creating absolute nonsense and squandering money from what I can see. Hopefully the cabinet put the clamp down on this and ensure this never sees the light of day because... Really and truly it should not. The Tourism Authority of Thailand needs to start to concentrate on getting tourists back into the country and that should be their only job right now. Chiang Mai Ready Despite New Outbreak Chiang Mai and Phuket, two of the country's most popular destinations, are preparing to reopen to tourists on November 1 while keeping a close eye on the rate of COVID-19 infections. The northern province announced it was ready to reopen as it races to expand vaccination coverage despite the emergence of a new cluster at a large market. It is hoping to kickstart the local tourism industry in November 1, date set by the government for when fully vaccinated visitors from low-risk countries can enter the kingdom without needing to quarantine. With more restrictions being lifted, domestic travel is also expected to get a boost. Provincial Governor Prajan Praksakul said the province was speeding up vaccinations to meet the goal of immunising at least 70% of the population by November 1. Currently, more than 60% have been vaccinated, he said, adding the outlook is encouraging as the vaccine stockpiles are building. Areas with no new infections will be designated as blue zones. These are set to expand as the vaccination rate accelerates. According to the governor, the whole province will reopen on November 1, not just the four districts of Muang, Mei Rim, Mei Teng and Doi Tao that were named earlier to join the Sandbox program. In the meantime, areas with high rates of infection or red zones will be, will be off limits to visitors, Mr Pajan said. The reopening plan comes shortly after 478 people fell sick. Their infections were traced to Talad Mung Mai, a major market for distributing fish produce. The latest infection cluster prompted the Province Communicable Disease Committee to order the market in Tambun, Mui of Muang District to be closed from October 9 to October 22 for cleaning and quarantine. Customers and anyone else closely connected to the market have been placed in quarantine. Meanwhile, more Thai and foreign visitors are expected to arrive in Phuket during the peak season from next month until early next year, according to Governor Narong 1C. However, one pressing challenge is expanding the province's capacity to test for COVID-19. Currently, up to 500 people can be tested a day. If 5,000 come, we must have the technology to contact trace them, Mr. Narang. Mr. Narong said. The province was treading carefully, he added. So it seems that Chiang Mai is currently having a bit of an outbreak related back to a market. I think we covered a little bit of this yesterday or the day before. And Phuket has slowly had about 150, 160 cases a day now for the last week or so. Now these is quite interesting words from the governor is that they only have the capability to test 500 people a day. Well, what happens if you open up and you get 10,000 people in the airport or 5,000? How do you plan to do all these tests at the airport? There seems to be very little planning have gone into this. And actually, it comes down to this guy. And as the governor of the province, it's up to him to make sure things have been delegated to the appropriate departments to get things done. Now, I'd love to know what they're going to do when they have to test 10,000 people a day in the airport and how that's going to happen. I mean, I just can't see it the way it's set up now they can just about get the five or six hundred through the airport that they have i have no idea how they'd even manage that but we'll have to see what goes on in relation to all of this it seems very disorganized as usual And up next, Thailand's nighttime curfew shortened as countries' COVID restrictions eased. Thailand's Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration has announced an adjustment to the list of COVID-19 dark red provinces, a shortening of the night curfew to 11pm to 3am, while convenience stores and shopping centres can now open until 10pm, effective from October 16th. Convention halls, exhibition centres and events held in shopping centres or hotels can open with no more than 500 participants while maintaining at least 1 metre social distance and participants must wear face masks at all times. Meetings of no more than 2 hours may be held but must allow for effective air ventilation. Meeting with more than 50 participants however must seek advanced permission from the local Communicable Disease Committee. Gaming centres in shopping malls are allowed to reopen except in dark red provinces where only games that are played individually or in pairs are allowed. Allowed. Amusement parks and water parks are to remain closed. All sports stadia and public parks can open until 10 pm with anti COVID 19 measures in place, while large gatherings will depend on each zone. Pubs, bars, and karaoke bars are to remain closed, and the Public Health and Interior Ministry will discuss the measures again by October 31st. And now for the featured story of the day. Quarantine being lifted, more provinces being opened. There will be no quarantine for fully vaccinated air travellers from five countries from November 1 and destinations in more areas will be open to foreign tourists. Tawisip to Visenotin spokesman for the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration said the CCSA resolves on Thursday to allow fully vaccinated visitors from Britain, the United States, Germany, Singapore and China if they pass an RT-PCR test before arrival. Travelers from these five countries were considered as having low risk of COVID-19 infection they would not have to quarantine. The number of destinations open up to tourists would also be expanded from the four areas – Phuket and parts of Suratani, Panya and Krabi – to 17 areas of economic significance. This would include all of Bangkok, Samut Prakan, Oni a Suvanabhum airport, parts of Prachakiri Khan and all of Krabi and Panya. From December 1 another 16 more areas would reopen including Chiang Rai, Mehong Son, Lampun Pre and Sukhothai. The Operations Committee of the CCSA had yet to finalise the entry list of the additional provinces, Dr Tawis had said. The CCSA briefing on Thursday afternoon started with Prime Minister Priya Chanachak confirming that Thailand was ready for reopening in two weeks. Many countries want to let their citizens visit. It will be a small start for people to resume earning a living, the Prime Minister said. The Ministry and senior representatives of the government and the private sector were also present for the announcement at the Government House. So this article actually isn't very, very clear. So we're going to go through everything that we know about what was said today. We're going to separate the truth from the bullshit. And we're going to tell you exactly what was announced. So the government are planning to open up 15 different areas in the country from November 1 to 30. And the list of the area or the different provinces are as follows. Bangkok, Samut Prakan, Krabi, Panya, Prachapkiri Khan, Pechaburi, Chamburi, Renong, Chiang Rai, sorry not Chiang Rai, Chiang Mai, Loi, Buriam, Nongkai, Udantani, Rayong and Trat. Now that already includes Phuket and Suratani which is parts of uh, Koh Samui. So that are the areas that are been opened up. Not like the Prime Minister said three nights ago but we'll get back to what he said. Now the second thing is is that the COE has been now replaced with another document or a different document called the Thailand Pass. Now, they put up screenshots of this Thailand Pass, but it's very difficult to read it because it seems to be nearly purposely kind of blurred and not very clear. But this is what I've been able to figure out. For You still need the insurance. You still need to show your vaccination certificate, and we'll get to that in a second too. I think you're going to actually have to show a hotel booking as well. Now, what's really strange about this is they're claiming it's like this quarantine free, but to me, it doesn't seem any different than the sandbox. You can only go to certain areas, You'll still have to have your expensive insurance. You will have to apply through the Thailand pass. Now, they say it's AI automatic, which means that you will have to scan a QR code that should be on your vaccination certificate. And then they will be able to authenticate your vaccine certificate as real now what it will do then it will issue you send you an email with a qr code i guess or send it to the app that the thailand passes on and then you would show that obviously when at the airport and then when you get to thailand to the immigration officer now it seems all very confusing it doesn't seem like it's that much different than the certificate of entry maybe you don't have to deal with people i'm not sure how it will work and i'm not sure all these different countries are using qr codes that match what the government system would be so that would be another thing as well well. They tried to go into detail about that but they lost me because I couldn't understand the guy because he was wearing a mask while he was talking on television which I don't know why he needed to do that. But anyway the COE has gone apparently and being replaced with the Thailand Pass so it's just another bureaucratic mechanism to collect data I guess. You would have to do a RT-PCR test on arrival and then you would obviously have to go to A hotel where you would stay that night at least while you're waiting for your result and you would not be allowed to leave the room until you get the result but this is where it gets very confusing you're allowed to stay and go to these any areas in Thailand but for how long how long do you have to stay in these areas before you can go to other areas outside of these 15 different areas that makes no sense to me and then to leave you just don't need a certificate or you don't need a PCR test and you just go so then why don't you just let them go from the beginning doesn't make any sense but that's only for five countries now for the rest of people they still have to do the sandbox programs so you will have to come into phuket or if they add another sandbox into another area i'm not sure and you would go into your sandbox as normal if you're not from those five special countries and you would do a pcr test on arrival And you would stay at your SHA hotel for seven nights. And then if you wanted to see any other parts of the country, you would just do another PCR test. You get your release form and you're free to go. I don't understand what the difference really is. I have a feeling that they're going to spring another PCR test onto these special five countries, as they've called them. You know, five countries that are low risk. I'm not sure these countries could be considered low risk, but it seems to be what has happened. Now, I don't know where the other five countries has gone to. No mention of them. They couldn't have come up with five more names in 3 days. It sounds like that's all the amount of countries that they're doing at the beginning. But I don't understand either, why only those five countries? You pick Germany. Germany's part of the European Union, they all have the same digital EU digital COVID certificate, so they all have the same QR codes, everybody's vaccinated, you know, in Europe, let's say a lot of people are vaccinated, and they could get a PCR test. What's the difference? Why, if everybody has to show a vaccine certificate and get PCR tested, why only Germany in Europe? Why not France, Spain, Ireland? You know, Italy, any of these countries, why not? It's all too strange. What I think has really gone on here is the prime minister yet again has come out on television, spoke a whole lot of crap, hasn't informed anybody about it and now they've been all scrambling trying to come up with something so nobody loses any face over this. But instead they've created just a giant mess with people not understanding anything of what they want. Even today's briefing where they were meant to give us lots of information was just completely vague because there is nothing actually organized. They don't even have a website to show you for this Thailand pass. I think it's a website anyway or an app, who knows. And the app or the website will not be ready until November 1 they've said. So how would anybody be coming on November 1? They won't be. That's the plain and simple fact of it. I have never seen anything so badly organized except for all the other times they did something. But it's like they're trying to outdo themselves with competence each and every time i see no difference between this and what they're doing with the phuket sandbox except maybe there's one less COVID test and that's it that's hardly an improvement now i'm just also wondering that if you're coming on the phuket sandbox and you're not from these five countries will you use this new thailand pass we also know when it comes to thailand and technology they never do apps or websites properly and there's always failures on them people's livelihoods are at stake here And they just act as if, hmm, doesn't matter, oh, we'll do it like this, oh, there's no rush. There is a rush. People need to earn a living. And the sooner you open, the quicker the country can get back to some form of normality. Because it's going to take time. So if you don't open properly till January, it could be April before you see anything coming. So anyway, to recap on the announcement of sort. For the five countries of the United States, the UK, Germany, Singapore and China, You need to fill out the Thailand pass, which means you'll need to have a vaccine certificate with a QR code, your insurance, definitely an SHA plus hotel booked for the first night, your flight itinerary, you upload all of that. You need to do a PCR test before you arrive, 72 hours, and then you will need to do a PCR test on arrival at the airport. And then you can stay within 15 promises for we're not sure how long. But I'd love to know, guys, what do you think about all this? Do you see this as an improvement? Do you see it as basically the same as the sandbox, but maybe with just one less test? I'd love to know your comments down below in the comment section and some more information on the thailand pass thailand pass set to replace coe the ministry of foreign affairs and the digital government development agency are developing a new system to replace the certificate of entry for thais and foreigners who wish to enter the country through an airport tani sankrat spokesman for the foreign affairs ministry said on thursday a new web-based application called the thailand pass system where people can gather information and upload documents as being developed for the kingdom's november 1 opening mr tani said the thailand pass will replace the COE system and facilitate the filing of an immigration form known as the TM6 and a health declaration form known as T8. However, the COE is still required for certain groups of people, including those who wish to enter the country via land or sea, he said. As for vaccination certification, certificates will be approved online by the Department of Communicable Disease under the Public Health Ministry, he said. According to Mr. Tani, his ministry has approved more than 400,000 COEs for Thais and foreign nationals so far. So that's just a bit more information about this Thailand. to me it just sounds like a replacement of the certificate of entry and just giving it a new name and that's about it. And next up the Phuket news. Phuket reported 157 new COVID-19 infections in the past 24 hours. One of them was from the Sandbox program. Over the past seven days Phuket has recorded a total of 1,135 COVID cases. We had 318 international arrivals through the Sandbox scheme. All tested negative for COVID on arrival. They arrived on four flights, one Qatar, two Singapore Airlines and a private jet. 667 travelers tested negative for COVID-19 during their second and third tests as well. Since the first of July 46,771 travellers have availed of the sandbox programme. And in other news, brown water tar balls return to Phuket beaches. Brown water has returned to Patong beach and tar balls have been found washed up onto Maikau beach on Phuket's northwestern coast, residents have reported. Three foreign drivers fall for Kalim corner in two weeks police in Batang have had water-filled barriers installed on a curve in Kalim in the hope of preventing more drivers from plunging over the road's edge down to the beach below three foreign tourists have already fallen victim to the sharp curve this month police said and finally Phuket Vegetarian Festival to conclude final day of rituals. Devotees of the Phuket Vegetarian Festival this morning paraded through the heart of Phuket town for the last time for this year as the Subun Thong Shrine, also called the Lorong Shrine, held its street procession.